0: Anthony Davis has all the ability and all the talent as any player we can name in the league, but at no point in time are we looking at him and saying he can lead his team to a championship. So if we don't view him as that, we just have to view him as a guy that's a top seven player. And right now, we wouldn't say he's playing like a top seven player.
1: One of the things I love about betting my favorite sports is that I'm always finding new player props or game props that I like. And what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. It's called a same-game parlay bet, and you can only find them on FanDuel. Same-game parlay is just one of the reasons I bet with FanDuel. It's easy to register, easy to deposit, easy to find your bet, easy to place your bet fast during a game if you see a trend you like. And the best part, when you win, FanDuel pays your winnings in as little as 24 hours. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today to create a same-game parlay and use promo code ROADTRIPPIN at sign-up. New users get their first bet risk-free up to $1,000. FanDuel will refund you up to $1,000 back in site credit if you don't win. That is promo code ROADTRIPPIN so they know I sent you. Disclaimer 21 years and older and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Site credit is non withdrawable and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See sportsbook.fanduel.com for details. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 522 4700 in Colorado. 1 800 bets off for Iowa. 1 800 9 with it, Indiana. 1 800 270 7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1 800 Gambler, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. Tennessee Redline 1 800 889 9789 in Tennessee. Or visit www.1800gambler.net for West Virginia.
0: Janet.
2: Hello, Richard.
0: Hey, bud. Dude, chilling, relaxing, studying. Right, let's go because my phone—I don't have a charger, and I'm at 45 percent.
1: Cheers! <laughs> Welcome to this edition of Road Trip, presented by Daniel, Ali, Clifton, Channing Fry, Richard Jefferson. All right, so then, what's going on besides your phone not having any having any battery? What's,
0: what's going on? Honestly, I'm just running around, doing all the things, trying to work, not too much that's it that's it wondering where Channing is wondering where my wine shipment is that's pretty much it
1: actually can we start there Channing because I agreed to yeah but I think I gave you the wrong address I'm not really sure um we kind of talked about it over the last couple days however are you putting on a function
2: yeah that's in Portland
1: now this well Mm -hmm. that's okay because this is dropping the morning of your function
2: oh yeah tomorrow uh so we have a nice little uh, friendship I would say a beer and wine collaboration uh, with Breakside Brewing out here in Portland you can come from and they're letting us use their whole top floor of their second uh, level from like 4 30 to 7 30 it's like a tasting we don't have uh, a tasting room yet we're looking looking very hard actually uh, so it's nice to do things and in, uh, in urban areas and not always do stuff in wine country so it's it's fun it's interesting it's new it's kind of like what we're doing now and So every everyone
0: in Portland, everyone in Portland should come by, right?
2: Yeah, roll by. Doing it four thirty to seven thirty, happy hour. We'll pour wines. You can get a ticket at the door. Uh, I think we're pouring four wines, three, and then maybe a surprise one. Um, it's it's fun to like tell people. It's been doing it online so long that uh, it feels weird to do this in person and like tell the story. But it's awesome. It's fun. It's like
1: wait, you've been doing these like virtual tastings. You're saying.
2: Yeah, we've been doing virtual tastings because COVID and, and Portland's been locked down and we don't have a tasting when it's hard for people to like connect. So, yeah. you know, for us to make it this far has been pretty awesome. And, you know, we just came out with wines that are what I call the daily drinkers. Uh, it's like a Pinot Noir. that's 35 bucks and a uh, Chardonnay. That's 32. So everyone everyone's like, daily
0: drinkers, the daily drinkers. Well, it's just like,
2: you know, the daily drinkers are like, man, let me watch Yellowstone on a Monday. You know, and you pop open, you know, you pop open a Chardonnay. You don't feel like, oh, man, it has to be this special event, you know, and you want to watch football on Sunday, but you have a guys with really sophisticated taste. You're like, dude, crack open a couple of these chosen families, and you don't feel so bad you didn't blow up your budget.
1: Channing, you're really good at selling, the selling aspect as well. I give you you. credit for that. With that said, I do have a question about your wines. How long do they last once they're already opened?
2: Uh depends on the wine. I would say like max three days.
1: Oh, jeez. Okay. Why?
0: Because <laughs> she opened up one.
1: Yeah, it might be. Might have yeah, been there a little bit longer. Is it a white one or a red one? The red ratted pinot it Was, was Pino. it
0: one of ours or was it somebody right. California? Did you, did you did you see her whole mood drop? Like, damn it, I gotta drink two. Yeah, but, of wine. Did but did I... you did you cork it?
1: No. Well, I put like a topper back topper. on it.
2: Okay. Is it it should be fine?
1: For longer than three days? Yeah. Okay.
2: As long as it's not near like something hot. Like that's a problem. People open up the bottle of wine and then they like let it leave, like let it leave it open. And then they leave it next to the stove where it gets all hot. And then they're like, isn't this good? You're like, you just cooked your wine.
1: (laughs) No big deal. Okay. So your function is 430 to 730.
2: Yeah. Where again? Uh, Breakside Brewing in Slabtown, Portland. It's like downtown Portland slap like town slap. you're taking you taking people to
1: slap town
2: oh oh man
1: god richard is that the only thing you think of Sla- sexual yeah. innuendos every Whoa. single time someone? oh i wasn't
2: even talking about the
0: sexual stuff
1: i know channing, um channing's well, so
0: inappropriate
1: oh is it though <laughs> okay uh with that said channing the one question that everyone asks you day, these days and because you said you've been doing virtual do they have to have their vaccination cards do they have to be vaccinated to come uh
2: no, not that I know of. I'm not asking. This <laughs> <question>. <laughs> I'm okay. I'm uh, I'm Switzerland here.
1: Welcome just to 2021.
2: <laughs> yeah, just come. It depends on every place is different in Portland. Certain places require vaccination even get in. Other places, you know, are like, come on in, buy our stuff. I'm like, come on in and buy our stuff. We'll figure it out later.
1: Well, kudos. Okay, to you. that's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. Um, that you've gotten this far with everything. Um, All right, let's talk the NBA. And I don't want to dive too much into, guys, the Suns-Warriors game because this is going to be post that game. Mm. So in terms of the actual game that's about to happen uh, between these two powerhouses. However, I do want to start the conversation when it comes to the NBA with this. I just read it the other day on ESPN. Um, Before the 2019-2020 season, um, some guys dug into basically what the record says about the likelihood of teams making the playoffs. After the first 20. Yeah. All right. And 87% of teams who won fewer than nine did not make the playoffs. 86% of teams who won 11 or more made the playoffs. Just How many do the Kings have? Two seasons ago. So with that said. How many do the Kings have? The Kings. For the East, you have to go all the way to the 11th seed. Boston has um, 11. They're 11 and 10. Actually, Philly in the eighth spot. Philly, Cleveland, Atlanta, and Boston are 11 and 10. When it comes to the West, you stop at the seven seed with the Lakers. That's the last team to have won 11 games so far. The Kings have only won eight. Well,
0: what did we say? What did we say? The East is better than the West this year. The and East with is that way, said. I would say way better than the West. The East the, is
1: 55 and 49 so far against the West.
2: The the wow. East is, is more, is better top to bottom. But the West has the two best teams in the NBA. Like, by far. The Suns and the They're Warriors. They're playing the are best. They're playing the best. The two teams that are playing the best. Richard, the Warriors and the Suns are championship teams right now.
1: Can I can I throw this one out there too? Yes, please. Through please. six weeks in the NBA, you do know that the Phoenix Suns and the Warriors, Utah is the number one team to have the easiest schedule. Left? No. So oh. far played. Through the first oh. six weeks, Utah... Phoenix Warriors, top three in the West with the easiest schedule.
2: The Warriors of Phoenix move differently than Utah, and I've seen that movie. Fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. I will never get shamed again. I'll never get shamed again. I'm not. I refuse to say Utah is a contender. I refuse to say it until they show something
0: different. But but Channing though, like you are such though, a good regular season team. I'm so bored with that. yeah but so was Milwaukee Milwaukee until they got over the hump so it's like we made the step though he made the step Brooklyn was injured like a lot of different things went their way so we can't just make it seem like Giannis was like I'm going to take all takers no Giannis beat who was in front of them but like I don't know if he went against the best possible teams that he can. And that's not, that's not to disrespect him as a champion. That's not that, but I just, to your point, I think Utah could get over the hump. We, we watched all so much basketball people getting over the hump, but you're right. I'm not rooting for you. I'm not picking Utah to win. I just, I just don't think we can say the over the hump.
1: You know, what kind of coincides with your take on our last episode that we did like nine years ago, what AKA three weeks ago, um, four weeks ago, I'm sorry um the Phoenix Suns have not lost a game in over a month <laughs> I have won 17 yeah. straight and you did say on this platform that, that they were on the league people around the league thought it was a fluke
0: yeah, 100% lost. people like yeah and on top of it I didn't think they would make it past that Nets versus Knicks Friday Saturday night back to back that they had I did not think that they're and they went up there and whooped ass they ran whooped through the to New York they look like they look like. Do you remember when we had that LA trip, Channing, where we came in, beat the Lakers, beat the Clippers, and we were drunk for four days that whole time?
2: Oh yes. Oh, we're, wait. Didn't Kevin have a concuss or something? And then I had to play, but they didn't tell me till like the day of.
1: That wasn't the. That wasn't the finals.
2: <laughs> no, no, that was. Oh, wait, Richard. did it happen more? Really the finals. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> Thanks for bringing that up, Allie. All
1: right. <laughs> he was also concussed in the Eastern Conference Finals. I think I was
2: something. He had a little tummy ache or something. They get a little boo boo guts. And I started uh, look, for
1: him. I, look,
0: you started from. I think the Phoenix Suns, they're playing great basketball. And it's very similar to like when you're just more confident. Those guys have seen it all now. They've been to the finals, a regular season game. They know how to raise their intensity. Like, I don't know. I just feel like they are a very good team. They're playing right. Everyone, everyone knows their role. Like, all they pretty much have done has, picking up where they started or where they finished last season and they've just been cooking everybody's been healthy they've been locked in adding JaVel McGee has been huge for them because huge. you got another guy you got
1: another guy so I love I love the Phoenix Suns scene. so do you think this do is I real?
0: think do I think what oh.
1: so this is real I mean after a while when you win consecutively Wait, you win right? all a month when you yeah, win so a month
0: like that's crazy that's- so I think the most I ever got to was like 12 or 14. Like, let me just say this. Yeah. They are, they are real. Um, but I, st- they're going to lose. Um, I don't think they're a better team than Golden State. I don't think that they are a better team than Milwaukee. If they were to face Milwaukee again, if they were to face like Milwaukee again today and Milwaukee's healthy, I don't think that they are better than Milwaukee. Um, and so it's just like, dude, it, it's one of those things you just have. You can can they win a championship? Yes. Can the Golden State Warriors win a championship? Yes. Can Utah? Yes. Can Milwaukee? Yes. Can Brooklyn? Yes. Uh, outside of that, I said can't. Stops there. What stops there? Miami, if things go right, Miami, Miami, and Miami could. Miami could. Chicago. But I think it's, I, here's here's my thing right. with
2: Chicago. I don't know if Lonzo and Vooch have like next levels to like, if you're asked to be, you know, a 10 and ten and eight guy during the year to all of a sudden be able to turn that on and win a, win a game in a playoff for your team. Like Vooch is used to being spoon fed and he's figuring it out, right? And in and, and the NBA of any good team, he's had to make the most adjustment, I think of any all-star because he went from being the one guy to like the fourth guy now, right? And then for me, Lonzo, I watched that game. Uh, Chicago was playing someone and it just didn't seem like he thought he was going to make it like when his jumper needed to be there. I still think he's getting his confidence on it. Now, where he's at from where he was is ridiculous. But where they're going to need him, they're going to say if he misses two or three, is he going to shoot the next three, especially
0: in the playoffs where everything is compounded? That's my only issue. Yeah. And they have a statement today. Me, I'm really tired, dude. I've been, I've been at 7 a.m. production meetings, uh, kids, all uh, the, yeah. Oh, oh whoa, what time's your production meeting, Channing? Oh,
2: guess what? I don't have
0: one. <laughs> <laughs> Stupid. Yeah, so, and, and literally I walked off the set, changed, and then came in here to do it. I'm still at ESPN right now.
1: You know what oh. actually really surprises me about the Bulls? One thing that, like, I did not realize that they had. What? Their length and athleticism on the defensive end of the floor
0: is is wild. They have a ton of like-sized guys. So you have Lonzo, you have Caruso, you have DeMar DeRozan, you have Zach Levine. Uh, I feel like I'm missing one other person. Even they just added Kobe White, which I'm really curious because, you know, he was injured and they had a lot of new pickups. So I'm curious to see what he can do. Their team is so well-balanced. They probably need one more defensive big or like a lob threat. Uh, but they got uh, they got uh, Derek Jones Jr. so they do have something there but I love their team I really do I think I to me like watching them versus Charlotte a couple of nights ago I think I could see that as a 3-6 matchup I could see Chicago being 3 I could see Charlotte getting in there at 6 and seeing a great first round matchup between those two teams
1: right now you have Chicago at 2 yeah that's not, I don't We're know it stays there
2: like that Yeah, Milwaukee's so. starting to warm up and Giannis is starting to be like, okay, I'm tired of losing to these scrubbing teams. I'm just going to bully you. I'm going to bully you. Let's keep it pushing. Let me dunk my Oreos.
1: Um, what are your thoughts about Tibbs and Kemba? That's a big move. It's it's a big move in general. It's a big move from the standpoint of Tibbs actually making the move that was best for the team.
0: Tibbs don't give well, a fuck. No. <laughs>
1: Never he had was had like, had hold that. up, if you don't game. fit
2: in my system, I, please go somewhere else. In theory, it looks good. Like, Campbell, going back to New York, on the basketball court, you're like, holy crap. We can't switch because he's too small. We can't have him consistently out there because he's injured, right? He needs the ball in his hand, and that's not our offense. He doesn't want to just stand there. And Julius
0: Randle's having the worst. I know. <laughs> I'm sure. Oh I am I need another cup of coffee.
1: With that said, Channing, is yeah. it Kemba?
0: Yes. It, yeah, yeah. He think doesn't I, fit in that system. And you just can't. I, yeah. Go ahead, Richard. Go ahead. I'll let you go. No, no, no. Only thing I was going to say is that think about IT. Think about IT, what we saw with Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas was all NBA first team, one of the top scorers in this league, doing all, all of these things, like all the scoring for Boston. Once he got injured and that quickness wasn't there, the defense isn't there. And look, Isaiah, you know, look, it sucks because I do believe that, like, he is one of the more talented guys in this league. And I hate the way it happened. But Kimball Walker is on one and a half legs. Right. He doesn't have both his legs. His knee is all keeps him in and out of the lineup. Boston wouldn't have traded him if they thought that he they, they traded him for basically Al Horford. Like, think about that. Al Horford wasn't even playing for Oklahoma City, but Oklahoma City waived them like you don't trade a guy. That's what what is Kimball Walker, 28, 29. You don't trade a former all star unless unless, (laughs) and unless he's got like some lingering stuff. So now he's 31, 31. Like I said, 31 years old. So you're 31 years old. You've got had some knee issues. You are about five foot nine. And like you are really, really light and you are a scorer. He's not a defender, like, and that's not a knock on him. He's one of the best scores in this league for many, many years. So like, w- like you understand why it's, it's not a great fit at this point in time. He's probably best as like a six or seventh man, And that's hard to say for a player of that caliber.
2: Richard said it. and I, I just think defensively, you limit your versatility when you play somebody like that, especially mm-hmm. when they are a little light in the ass, like Kyle- Kyle Lowry is not the biggest guy, but he defends the post at a pretty high rate, takes charges like he's moving around. Right. And obviously he's mm-hmm. a champion. So, like, if you think about the small guys in the league, guys who are light in the ass are usually really tall and can defend. Mm-hmm. And you have versatility. You can switch. You can go show and under. you got to run one offense for Kemba and then you're in rotations. And I know Tibbs. Tibbs is not really a rotation guy. He's like, everyone stay on. you got to, like, man up. Like, look what Jimmy Butler is and who he is as a player is based on Tibbs. Like, look at Derrick Rose. Like, you just look at how they play bigger guards who can defend their position. And I just think, offensively, when you take the ball out of Julius Randle's hand, you don't have enough shooters. Right? They don't have enough mm-hmm. shooting. So if Kimba's coming off a screen and roll, and teams trap him, he's not quick enough to get around them. And then you're throwing the ball, a small guy throwing a bounce pass to a big guy. It right? just, like... If he was in the second unit, he would have not the same level of defenders that would guard him, and you could get off on that, right? You could get him, like, easy five or six uh, opportunities to go score. But you then when what? the starters come in, he got to come back
1: out. You can what? What? Uh, <laughs> no, I, I agree. I just thought it was – it's a it's a ballsy move, if you will. It's a move that not all coaches would make. Let's put it that way.
2: Yeah. yeah, and you, you guys growing yeah. something though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Can't, <laughs> you can't you can't jeopardize that. And on, on top of it, Kimball Walker was like a pickup.
1: And I say yeah. this in a
0: respectful manner. This wasn't a free agent signing. This is not a guy that's got five years left on his deal and you're trying to figure out what to do with him. No, this is a guy that's uh, I believe he like he got away from Oklahoma City, signed with the Knicks. So this isn't like a long-term thing that you're like, how are we going to manage? That's a tough spot. Even look at Blake Griffin. Blake Griffin had the same thing. Whereas, look, James Johnson is a better defender. LaMarcus Aldridge is having uh, like a resurgent year on the offensive end. So it's like Blake is not as good as LaMarcus on the offensive end, and he's not as good as James Johnson on the defensive end. And the Brooklyn Nets, you know, their defense has been improved, but that's where they need contribution. And so Blake has kind of found himself kind of not this. He's not that. He can still play but he's just right now the direction that they're going. And it's fine. Look, if Blake gets an opportunity to rest his body, but that shit punches your fucking ego. Like I didn't get my first DMP till year 12, till year 12. And that sucked. And I wasn't a you know, possible future hall of famer, but we saw Carmelo go through it where he struggled with yeah. the fact that like, no, you're coming off the bench, you're this, you're that. And that was just coming off the bench. You're talking about Blake Griffin no longer being in the rotation. Those are two different things, but credit to him. If you want to win a championship, you're going to have – you guys remember T. Lou right after he took over for David Platt was like, hey, Rich, I'm going to go with these young guys. You're going to be out of the rotation. But if you want to win a championship, these are the sacrifices that you have to make. And sometimes sacrifices fucking suck.
1: What sacrifices do you think that the Lakers need to make? Because it is hard. It is hard to know that you have four twenty-five players. I understand where they are in their career, but – to hear you guys talk about championship contenders and not even bat an eye to say that the Lakers.
2: No, no,
1: they don't because know. At the start of the season, because at the start of the season, that was not the conversation.
0: Well, no one- you at no least one put could.
1: their name in there.
0: Yeah, no one could foresee this. Now, <laughs> no one could. And look, look, the Lakers aren't that far off. Like the Lakers aren't that far off. I just think it's the lack of, of belief. Like, you know, AD's got, like, this is a thing. AD, we all believe, was, was headed towards, he leaves New Orleans, didn't have necessarily the help, he gets with the Lakers, has a great year, looking, you know, he wants to be defensive player of the year, he has, like, they're like, oh, this is going to be AD's team as Bron starts to decline. The only problem is, is that AD hasn't elevated himself to, like, that top five player in the league. If anything, he's regressed from AD is less dominant today than he was when he first joined the Lakers. Absolutely. Like that's, that, that's just like, that's just the fact. And it doesn't mean that he's not great. It doesn't mean that he's not Wait, Where do you, where do you,
1: and this is an honest question. Cause obviously I have to watch this team. I don't have to, I, I get a chance to watch this team night in and night out. And the numbers for AD are some of the best across the board in yeah. terms of his position, in terms of bigs in the league, in terms of scoring at the rim. Um, obviously the three ball is not falling the way that it has in the past for him. Look, the championship season, he shot 38% in the playoffs 33% for that season. He can shoot yeah. the three my point being is, what is it for you two who have played this game at a high level, understand what it takes from a guy like him that he's not doing when it comes to impact as you're speaking, if you will. I mean, this what is team. It
2: should be his team. He needs to, like, he's being robbed. It's
1: said than done he's because. He's
2: Batman. No, he's the Batman. Like, when he plays good, everyone else falls in line. Like, it's hard for Bron. Braun is the best at making everyone one really good but like Anthony Davis at his position and what he can do every night he can walk out there eyes closed get 24 12 and three right eyes closed as to me he it just seems like there's no where I, I worry about his not his motor but I worry about his like does every game matter and like his aggression towards dominating like Gian, you know you're gonna play Giannis and you're like I gotta get ready for this I don't know if people go, damn, I'm playing Anthony Davis tonight. Like, he should be that guy every single night.
0: Like if the season were to end right now, if the season were to end right now, right? Like, just, and again, I know we expect him to play better. Anthony Davis knows he needs to play better. Lakers know he needs to play better. That's kind of not what we're talking about. Like, I think that's a good question, Allie. But right now, would Anthony Davis make an all, would, would he be all NBA third team? if anthony davis is playing at an all nba third team level lakers are not contenders
1: what are the is second team third team based off of outside of record. I, I,
0: I, well, i'm saying record numbers dominance like you know are you are you second in the league in blocks are you second in the league in rebounding is your team uh is your team top He's 3 the in, in your block? conference i'm saying is your league is your is your team top I'm not saying that Anthony Davis isn't great, but like, let's look at the impact. I no, no, no. I'm just saying, let's look at the impact that the, like, like, I don't want to just sit here and blame everything on Russ. I'm not going to sit no. here and blame everything on. No, Brown, no, no. And, like I don't, and I
1: don't think Anthony Davis yeah. does that either, but I'm talking about in numbers AD is like a 25, 11, and three leads the league in blocks.
0: Yeah. And, and this is a 500 team,
1: right? Right. So like it's, it's a, it's no a, a, so it's, yeah. like you, it's like, yeah.
0: So it's like, what is the MVP? How do you win MVP? Right, it's a dominant performance like Jokic so being available for every game. Yeah, yeah, but 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 I'm saying though, MVP is the same as defensive. He does not year. lead to league the league blocks. blocks. It, is it again.
1: two? Is it two?
0: He's number three. Ha.
1: <laughs> okay. <laughs> How many? That, he, he had a
0: day off. He had a day off, so, so somebody kidding. overtook him during his day.
1: <laughs> yeah, like I, he's look, right there at the top.
0: He is right there. If, if when when you look and look like the Bucks, they were 500 and Giannis was playing the whole time. Giannis has not missed many games with Drew Holiday, with uh, uh, Lopez. Middleton out, Lopez out, and Giannis was playing, right? No one's talking about Giannis being MVP right now. You don't, no one's talking about Giannis being defensive player of the year. And this is not a knock on Giannis. You know the numbers are going to be there. It's how much you impact winning, yeah. And, and, that's, and sometimes it's not just physical in numbers, it's the fire in which you show. Okay, it's that's are you my question. Into, yeah. What is oh, it yeah. you
1: need to see from Anthony Davis? So fire, like act
2: like you care, like be upset. And I we'll love this when he is the guy, guy like, like, we've, we've
1: talked about it, unless it's Aaron Rodgers and the Packers, unless it's War of Warcraft, whatever the video game, you don't see a lot from this guy. He doesn't get on Twitter. He's not on social like that, no. unless he's singing to his wife. Like there's not that element. He's more, you guys know this. He's just not yeah. that outward guy. That's why he and Braun go so well together. They're yeah. he's not an alpha dog.
0: No, he, but, but, no. but, but then so, so then, so let's figure that out. You say,
1: are we, should we
0: lower our expectations for Anthony Davis? Is he a top five player in the league? Is he a top five player in the league? Easily. I'm not talking about talent. Is he a top five player?
1: I don't think overall, I don't think you can say that as of right now, that he is a top five player in the league right now.
0: And and truly in order, in my opinion, in my opinion, this is not a knock on him. No. It's saying fire. Look, Tim Duncan was a quiet guy. Jason Kidd was a quiet guy. All of these things, like you don't have to be this over the top guy. If he is not playing as a top five, top seven player, like when you're looking around and you're like, that bad boy right there is going to be a problem. We got to figure this out. If he is not playing as a top five, top seven guy, the Lakers are the four seed, right? Mm-hmm. Cause we can't keep saying like, look, LeBron has declined. Like, yeah, he's hidden it. He's doing this. His numbers are still going to be great. But LeBron can't just be like, come on guys, I got you.
1: What I will and say like, though, he, is to answer that AD can be a top five
2: player. Yes. Agree. Oh, he's, AD oh, yes. can
1: be, And he's shown it at times but I think the consistency of it and yes. to your and point, that, and which yeah. is a question I was wondering as well.
0: yeah, and it's like, dude, we don't need better numbers from Anthony Davis. Yeah. The numbers oh. are good. You want you want his three point percentage to get up because you know he's capable and he's talented enough to do that. Like you want this and that, but there's often something, there's often something, or not often, at times there are things that are missing, mm-hmm. right? At times there are things, whether it's a level of aggression and whether it doesn't, even if that's not you per se and your personality, then that's fine. Then like your team is going to hover around, you know, the four or five spot. Your team is going to hover around there.
1: One of the things I love about betting my favorite sports is that I'm always finding new player props or game props that I like. And what's cool about FanDuel Sportsbook is you can combine these props with other bets from the same game to score an even bigger payout. It's called a same game parlay bet, and you can only find them on FanDuel. Same game parlay is just one of the reasons I bet with FanDuel. It's easy to register, easy to deposit, easy to find your bet, easy to place your bet fast during a game if you see a trend you like. And the best part, when you win, FanDuel pays your winnings in as little as 24 hours. Just download the FanDuel Sportsbook app today to create a same game parlay and use promo code Roadtripin at sign up. New users get their first bet risk-free up to $1,000. Fanduel will refund you up to $1,000 back in site credit if you don't win. That is promo code ROADTRIPPIN so they know I sent you. Disclaimer, 21 years and older and present in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, or West Virginia. First online real money wager only. Site credit is non-withdrawable and expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See sportsbook.fanduel.com for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700 in Colorado. 1-800-BETS-OFF for Iowa. 1-800-9-WITH-IT, Indiana. 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help in Michigan. 1-800-GAMBLER, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Virginia. Tennessee Redline 1-800-889-9789 tennessee or visit www.1800gambler.net for west virginia
0: the guys that play with an intensity the kevin durant the steph Curry's, the the lebron james in his prime um um, uh, those guys when those guys are playing at their best you're saying that these are mvp candidates and these guys are going to lead their teams to championships Anthony Davis has all the ability and all the talent as any player we can name in the league, but at no point in time are we looking at him and saying he can lead his team to a championship, so if we don't view him as that we just have to view him as a guy that's a top seven player, and right now we wouldn't say he's playing like a top seven player, and it's not to say that that's why the Lakers are where they are because Russ has been struggling to his own standard, LeBron has been injured. Yeah, Ron
1: only played in like 13 of the 22 games.
0: Exactly. So I'm not trying to, I'm not shitting on Anthony Davis. I'm not shitting on on any of those guys. Yeah. I'm just saying like, is is Russ playing to his capability? No, but you're like, okay, he's trending the last five games. He is playing better. Um, But again, you're talking about tight losses or tight wins, an overtime win against Detroit. You're talking about a triple overtime team game against Sacramento. Those teams are shit. Those teams are headed for the lottery. Those things are headed for the lottery. and like, oh,
1: But I think we we all need to keep things in perspective. I understand where we are. We're past the quarter mark. But I still think that there's time that this team could use based mm-hmm. off of, large in part, the non-availability of LeBron. He has missed 11 games this season, I- which is not ideal when you're starting from scratch with a team that has 11, 12 new players. And he is such a big focal point. Like no matter where this.
2: he is in his career. What are the Lakers, right? What are the Lakers? Because – they don't have enough shooting to play slow, right? That's my, the build of this team on paper is like, oh, okay, maybe they're, they got to play fast, which they cannot do. They're older, but they can't play slow
0: because they don't have enough shooters. Then you have guys that, as Richard. No, no, I just making sure that I'm making sure that my, my stuff went that We're good. on We're good on percentage. My battery <laughs> percentage is fine. Like you.
2: You don't have guys that can really move without the ball. You don't have guys defensively like if the Lakers last year and the year before, especially when I won a chip, were defensive juggernauts. Yeah. This year, if you watch, it's like Olay, whoop, right to the rim. Yeah. And that's why yeah. Anthony Davis. That's why every league in block. block. <laughs> <laughs>
0: He's getting a lot of attempts and at blocks. No, a lot. <laughs> no, but Ali, Ali, you're So, like, to what, about- what are, do they do good? What do they do yeah.
1: good?
0: Like, well, what Allie can they go I, back on? Channing, this is one of the things that that Ali pointed out, uh, and we had a conversation about. They don't have enough guys that do the little things. They don't have enough guys. Alex Crusoe, little things guy. KCP, little things guys. Uh, I would say Devell McGee, little thing guy. Uh, like these are guys are like they are the bond. They are the guys. It's like you need me to defend him, but you need me to do this. You need me to play. You need me not to play. Like they had high level guys that were out there like working. And even when, you know, Avery Bradley, before, you know, he set out of the bubble, little thing guy, doing all the defense, picking up like Schroeder before, like, you know, like the, the final stretch of the season, he was picking up people 94 feet for the whole game. He was the front of the defense. Anthony Davis was the back of the defense. And then you had wing guys like Caruso and KCP on the wing. That's why they had a top five defense. They don't have any of that shit no more. And so they have ad-offensive players, but if your offense isn't kicking in the way that you would want, then to me, I think the Lakers are a very good team when they're peaking and when they're healthy and when they're rolling. But we all know winning a championship is fucking hard. It's exhausting. And I just don't see the top guys. Bron, AD, and, and Russell are all having B-minus seasons and I'm being generous. They're all having B-minus seasons. It's going to be tough for those. I would say Carmelo's having an A-plus season,
1: right? Ooh. Like he has
0: been playing outstanding, but you can't have your three best players, three top 75 guys playing B-minus basketball. At this point, at this point, they're playing yeah. B-minus basketball and they all know they need to play better to a man. It's hard for them to hold each other accountable because it's like, year, you gotta do this. But I'm year you playing guys like, want
1: year so you guys won a championship and Channing, We started you weren't there. Woo, you weren't there until February. Yeah. However, y'all started 19 and 20. Yeah. We look fine. 20. So I'm not, I'm just one of those that, like, from what I've experienced and what I've seen, look, the Lakers have a long way to go. The Lakers will tell you they have a long way to go. And some of the hardest things to understand, I don't know why that keeps going off, is the fact that they're saying they need to start games, they need to play with more in general urgency energy those are things you can actually control so it's a bit mind-boggling that you don't have that in general um but I think that there's still time oh there's still still critical about week seven I also think Richard when you talk about having and needing guys to do the little things I think this team has those players one Kendrick Nunn is out Trevor Ariza out is out He's coming back soon. He's a guy that has over his career been able to be able to plug in and plug out in different lineups coming in. However, I don't think guys know that that's them and that they are the guys that have to do those little things. That's the adjustment. That's guys that have been counted on, have been relied upon because they're older, they're vets, right? It is a different style of basketball that I think that they have to play to your point to make the sacrifice of what it needs.
0: Allie, that's a great point. Now let's go to your 19 and 20 thing. Kyrie did not start that season. Kyrie did not play until like ten games in because he was neither still coming Braun. off a knee Braun surgery. Did neither neither did Bron. No, no. But I'm saying Bron no. is Bron. Bron was they had been in out. They had a bunch. They quite a few new guys. I would say it was like it was only actually only oh, a couple of new guys. My point is this: is that Bron was also at that time. We're talking about a 31 year old Bron, a 31 year old Bron. Okay. I know. Right. Like that, that, that's the only thing I'm saying, like, yep. like we're not talking about the next because he went that if we're talking about 15, 16. He went to the finals three more years. Actually, he's been to four finals more, four more finals since that 15, that 19 and 20 start. And yep. so it, it, it's more of saying that I'm not counting out the Lakers by no means. I'm not an idiot, but they have a lot of work to do. And mm-hmm. some of the work isn't just basketball. Yeah. Some of the work isn't just like, oh, you know, so-and-so going through a slump. Their defense is not on par. Their offense looks stagnant at times, like they're searching. They've yeah, been gross. in and out of lineups. Like, it's, it's,
1: and,
0: yeah. yeah, it's, it's just, it's, we hold people to a higher, we hold greatness to a higher standard. And I don't think that they're achieving. Is that the same fucking coffee you had like three hours ago, four yeah. hours ago? How do you do that? Who are the people that can drink the same cup of coffee for like four hours?
1: What's rough is that it's a mind opener, so it actually has butter and MCT oh. oil in it. Oh, so like mind
0: the, opener? What, is and that like a and I thing had or? it
1: in. I drank It's it a bulletproof. In Soho. It's a
0: bulletproof. You it's taught me about the bulletproof.
1: Basically. And I had it in Soho.
0: So oh. I it. Well, that kept it warm. That kept it warm. How's that going, by the way? Soho? Yeah. Uh, it's going. It's going well, man. I, you know, it's going well. We survived the pandemic. All the people, Soho Yoga. If any of you guys are in LA, Hermosa Beach, come check out Soho Yoga. Um, but no, 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 man. It's going well. It's 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 going well. No, no complaints. Like, we got to get our capacity. Well. Are you
1: kidding? Can we talk about the fact that, like, they actually reduced their class size from 40 to 30? And the last, like, seven classes have been, like, 32, 34 people. You're turning away people at the door. It's going well. Richard, give your establishment a little bit more credit. It's like booming. Well,
0: I wasn't trying to let the CDC know that we weren't completely following all guidelines. I'm just joking. We are following all I mean, guidelines. You actually CDC reduced. Are, yes, this, you are yeah, we, yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, masks we are being worn. Capacity. No, yeah. masks are being worn. I'm just kidding. I'm just saying that. Look, no, it's going well. It's going well. It's going well. We're surviving, man, and it's because of our community and our people and our teachers and Natasha and Pete. I get zero credit because I just take going there. I do yoga. I say it's a sham, and then I leave.
1: I forgot to pay my Zoom bill, so um, they already gifted me an extra ten minutes. With that okay. said, is there anything else you guys want to talk about before we get disconnected?
0: <laughs> what else? What else? What else? I was going to give about? a shout out to
1: Spagu and Perk because I've been listening to their podcast. Yes, and they yes. did have an interesting—not interesting—they had a take on um, Stephen Curry that mm-hmm. I was going to ask you guys about. Um, Spagu actually said it that he thinks that Steph is the best player in the game today, and that he mm-hmm. will go down as a top ten all time but then they furthered the conversation. I don't think anyone can argue, but they furthered the conversation about why we aren't ready at this point to say that Steph is the best in the game. And and for a while it was his stature, right. And and Perk made that comment. And and I, I agree. I've thought about it a lot too. Um, But I, I don't know if you can point to that anymore. I just,
0: I I just think, I, I think that Steph is, going to go down as a top 10. I think he's probably the favorite to win the MVP, even if they finish at number two, the way he's playing. I think Draymond is mm-hmm. going to be top three in defensive player. Of the year. So Steph, Steph is going to, I think if you would, if I was a betting man, I would say that Steph is going to win his third MVP. And you're like, holy shit, Steph Curry has three MVPs. But so often you don't, I think people discredit him because of the great team, the great system and all these things. And he is just a fucking monster around it. But I think when you would look at guys like Magic Johnson, when you would look at guys like Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, when you're looking at, and I know everyone wants, he's changed the game. Yes, he did change the game from the three-point standpoint, but it's just hard to say that Steph is as dominant as the Magics, the Kareems, the LeBrons, the Larry Birds. It's just hard to say that because he's the Kevin Durant because he's done it in a very different way but his skill set is so special but you know that's the I think that's the difference and I think that's why people don't want to literally crown him that guy is because all of those guys you would just plop into a place and just build around whatever pieces where I think Steph is a guy that you put him there, and if you put him with great people that know how to play, that's when Steph takes off to another level. But I, yeah, Steph's going to win another MVP. Steph Steph will go down, in my opinion, as a top 10 player, without a doubt, by the time. He's probably top 15 right now. I, I it's where to easily stop right top day. 15. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Probably stop uh, top 15. Let's give credit where credit is due also.
2: And everyone was like, oh, Steve Kerr sucks at coaching and this and that last year, right? But then you look at guys like Jordan Poole, Right. You You look at Wiggins, who was a throw in. Right. And even I was pretty critical, like, damn, these dudes, you know, what's going on? All of a sudden, when you get uh, Steph back full health, when you get Draymond back full health and everyone knows the system, you're like, holy crap. Jordan Poole can go start for most teams in the NBA. And then when Clay comes back, he's going to come off the bench. And then, oh, crap, Clay's coming back. And then you look at Steph and like he was already obviously he's a two time MVP. And then even for me, I was like, "How does he get better?" And he figured out a way to get better. I, I, I don't Where think Steph is, is
0: better. And listen, I don't think Steph oh, is better. Way better. I don't. I, I don't the think defensively this, this he's better. He finishes well, better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But this is what I'm saying about Steph and his dominance. I think this looks like 2015, 2016 Steph. I don't like. I'm just saying like if you were Clay. really, yeah, without Clay. That's what I'm saying. Which without is Clay, crazy. To say. Which is crazy. But I, I just don't. I don't. I think Steph. There's a level of excellence like LeBron. Like LeBron has done this for however many years. There might be some up years, maybe some just okay years, but for the part, there's a level of excellence. I think Steph has reached a level of excellence but I don't know if he he's not having a better year this year than he did in 2015. He's not I having think a better you have year to remember too that
1: he missed a year because of a broken hand. Yeah. This way in which the Golden State Warriors have been because of health just in general. Yeah. I think takes away from the fact that, to your point, Richard, I don't think he's any better than he was then as well. It's just oh. we we went a couple of years without seeing it,
0: seeing it because yeah.
1: of being out of the league for a year, and then obviously without Clay, and then the transition that they've yeah. gone through as a team. He's a,
0: he he's a monster. I think for sure he will go down as a top ten player. Um, That's but not like, a another question. And yeah, I, I but think again, you like. Get, you you wouldn't say you wouldn't say it over Kobe you wouldn't say it over Braun. you wouldn't say it over Michael you wouldn't say it over 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 Magic Johnson would you say it over Tim Duncan because you understand too like Tim Duncan was all defensive team like twelve years in row nineteen Tim Duncan was the greatest power forward of them. yeah exactly so yeah. it's like when you start looking at this list of like I'm like with all due respect to Steph if you could draft Tim Duncan at the beginning of his career or Steph like li- li- like if you could draft Kobe Bryant at the beginning if you could draft Magic at the beginning if you could draft you know, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. So the fact that he's top 10 is, it's fucking crazy. And I don't know if he's there yet, but I think he is, he is knocking on that door by the end of the season. He go, could go from 13th to 10th, 100%. Okay, that's, enough like greatness.
1: Steph- that's enough love for Steph Curry. We went through all those ah. stuff with him. I'm over that. Just kidding. He's amazing. With that said, I do want to ask though, because I do not want to get cut off. Um, y'all wildcats. How about them Wildcats? Oh, the yeah. Guys, the you guys had play. a lot of mm,
2: basketball, basketball, basketball.
1: Coaching change. What? Oh, yeah. We don't even want to talk about football because the Buckeyes. No, Buc- yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's a tough one. It's How about Toledo time. do. Like, did you guys- yeah. Toledo is in but. the Bahamas Bowl. Oh, the, that, that the, would be the a Booty best. Bowl. That,
0: that, no, the Bahamas. I'll go read for that. Look, Arizona, people made it seem like we were like the group of us were anti coach, we're mm-hmm. anti this. We were never that, we were anti the process. I can't say that a fucking thousand times. We were anti the process in which it went about. He is obviously Gonzaga's number one in the country. We know this man can coach, we know all of this bullshit. That wasn't it, but we still felt that like some of the alumni deserved respect. That being said, I am number one, Arizona. It ain't about the name on the back of the chest. It ain't about the person sitting there. It's about the name on the front of the chest. That's what we fucking represent. What's so, the like, back I'm, of the chest? The back of the chest. Like, you know, say it with the back of your chest. <laughs> <laughs> you out, sleeping. Shout out sleeping as
1: well, yeah. Adia Barnes and the women's program, they're playing well.
2: No, they, Adia, Weren't they beating yeah, somebody 48 up, to yeah. nine at the half? I looked at the halftime score. I said, come on, y'all. Come on. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Y'all's team can really who? Y'all's, y'all's team can me. really who?
0: Our <laughs> women's team? Both. Oh, yeah. Well, it's first of all, Adia, shout out Adia. She's definitely done all the things that she needed. And two, yes, yes. We believe that our basketball team, our our team can play. And look, it's full support. Like I talked to, you know, Murph. uh, Murph is one of the assistant coaches. He was there when me and Channing were there. He's like one of our brothers, but like Murph called me right after the Michigan state or after after the Michigan win. He's like, Hey Richard. And the only reason why I picked it up is because I wanted to give him some love after Michigan. He's like, Hey, I got you on speakerphone with coach. I'm like, coach, great win. Super stoked for you guys. So excited. Uh, during Lud Olson's memorial, he was there. So we got to all connect and have some beers and just hang out. So we're still family. Don't like he understood why some of the alumni were a little fired up, but he is representing the university. Like, like we couldn't be even more proud.
1: That's awesome. I love to hear that that came full circle because I know you guys were very passionate about yeah. the whole entire thing. Uh, wait, wait,
0: wait, wait. Really quickly, let's give shout out. Shout out to my guy, Miles Simon, coaching the South Bay Lakers, doing a great job. there down. I don't know how well their team is doing, but I told Miles that I'm going to bring my boys to come check out the South Bay Lakers.
2: Check it my out. That guy, Dan, with the in charge. What about Jason Terry? Brett oh, Jason Terry?
0: Yeah, yeah brett Brillmeyer. let's shout out the guy we're shouting out our people uh, look and we don't luke. have we don't have yeah. to sh- i was gonna say we don't have to shout, shout, out, out, shout out just the ones shout that's top. Yeah, yeah, yeah shout out luke we got to hang out for thanksgiving spent a lot of time with him the last couple of days it was fun <laughs> all right, well, oh, right that's yeah. priceless.
1: i do want to ask this really quick channing i think we should because we have some studio guests that we're working on right now but i think we should get logan back on and do a fun episode with Logan. It is one of the one oh, episodes that obviously we never got to air. But I do want to ask, do you think that he was more disappointed in the Michigan-Arizona loss for Michigan? Or more excited about the Michigan-Ohio State win for Michigan? Ohio well, State. we were at a, a dinner. You everything you need to know when it we comes to sports, okay? At a
2: dinner with all our family, watching the Michigan-Arizona game, and we were just roasting him. So he's more disappointed about that. But then... He made up for it. Uh, I think he's about even right now. Logan's a pretty even kill th- The turtle doesn't really get too high or too low. The
1: complete opposite of his older brother. No big mm-hmm. deal, um, but we should get Logan on. All right, this is a great episode. Thanks, so. I haven't yawned. I haven't yawned in 20 minutes. See, I know you got
2: happened. hyped about some bullshit. What? I don't know. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, Leave me alone. I love you guys. You guys are All awesome. Right, see ya.
0: <laughs>
1: We want to thank the Wagner family of Camus Vineyards for providing us with some of their delicious wines. In addition to Camus Cabernet from Napa Valley, the Wagners made a range of other wines from diverse parts of California. We recommend trying them all. We're really enjoying sipping on them during the podcast, and we're also sending our lucky guests some Camus and other wines made by the family after each show.